0: Hey Jeepers, on this week's show, FCA has built us up and let us down. Looks like the debut of the Wrangler JL has been delayed and there's a familiar Jeep joining the Italian police force.
1: We have always said we'll air every review we get. Well, one of our latest reviews is only two stars.
2: We'll find out why later in the show. As you heard, Cody from ChillTracers.net bypass security and he takes over the show. We'll get to your voicemails here from Nikki G. And I've got your 12 days of detailing just in time for the Christmas cleaning of your Jeep. It's all coming up on episode 259 of the Jeep Talk Show.
0: This episode of the Jeep Talk Show is sponsored in part by Crawlbright performance off-road lighting. Are your AUX lights not showing up the road or the trail at night? Get some of the brightest and best-made lights in the market today at Crawlbright.com and start seeing what you've been missing. That's Crawlbright.com. Also brought to you by Little Passenger
2: Seats. Have you ever wished you could add additional seating to your Jeep's cargo space? With Little Passenger Seat along with their do-it-yourself install kit, you can easily increase your Jeep seating capacity. Want to learn how? Visit LittlePassengerSeats.com for more information. Would you like to sleep on the top of your Jeep? Well, that's a hell of a question,
1: isn't it? <laughs> the a or hammock for your Wrangler, the Jammock is made of, in America and veteran-owned, compatible with any OEM top and provides uh, space for overhead storage when not in use. Go to www.jammock.com for the biggest sale of the year. Coupon code JeepTalkShow for $10 off.
3: You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast.
0: Are you ready? It's the G-Talk Show. G-talk
1: show. With Tammy on Wrangler. <laughs> Tony and Josh on Cherokee. So sit back. Strap
3: in. And break your shirt <laughs> First week in G.
2: Oh, FCA, you naughty tease. If you were <laughs> excited about Jeep debuting its next generation Wrangler JL at the 2017 North American International Auto Show in Detroit this next coming January, well, unfortunately, we've got some bad news for you. Fiat Chrysler Automobiles has elected not to debut any of its new models at the Detroit Auto Show. Rather, FCA will attend the 2017 Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas the week prior. According to an industry analyst, FCA will debut a new vehicle there, but we don't expect it to be a Wrangler. Albeit a bit stupid on the surface, industry experts believe the move might just be a smart one, since FCA is likely debuting a tech-heavy vehicle. FCA needs to show the world in its, that it's in, it's in the advanced technology game, and CES is a good locale for such a debut. Fiat Chrysler has not ventured into CES before, while its competitors have. Now, it's as good as time as any to show up. Rumors have surfaced about what vehicle FCA will bring to the tech-savvy crowd in Sin City, most center on an autonomous version of the Chrysler Pacifica minivan. Still, that begs the question regarding the 2018 Wrangler's debut, and more importantly, when it's going to happen. Jeep could opt to make the announcement at any time, electing to release photos and videos of the Wrangler JL in action, etc., etc. More plausible is the 2017 Easter Jeep Safari in Moab. That's going to be happening in April, of course. The annual event has been a huge high point for Jeep debuts in recent years, with the automaker building a handful of one-off concept models for the Enthusiast-Driven Expo and Off-Road Festival. Regardless, it seems we're in for a few more months before Jeep pulls the covers off of its next Wrangler. So, sit tight, Jeepers. Well, Jeep joins the police. Police departments in Italy are blessed with some of the most iconic cop cars on the planet. Where else were you going to see something like a pale blue Lamborghini Huracan LP610-4 emblazoned with Polizia on the road, huh? FCA decided they couldn't let Lamborghini steal the show and have handed over the first Jeep Renegade and Alfa Romeo Giulietta to join the police academy in Rome. FCA is also loaning two other Alfa Romeos that will join the two medical vehicles that are already in service. The Renegade is a four-wheel drive Italian spec model with a 2.0 liter, 120 horsepower inline four-cylinder engine that, of course, we're not going to get here in the United States. In Polizia, guys, it is one of the most formidable and beautiful pursuit vehicles on the road, at least in Italy. In my humble opinion, as we all know, FCA is no stranger to police cars and supplies Dodge Charger pursuit vehicles to fleets all across the U.S. Still, nothing like getting chased by a Jeep, I guess. So, Hey, big thanks to all of you who continue to help us out by submitting stories to This Week in Jeep. If you've got something you think we should be reporting on or you have a response to any one of our stories, make sure to send us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com. Just use a subject line. Um, whatever yeah. what the hell you like whatever <laughs> you want <are. laughs>
1: it all goes to one place we'll sort it out so uh i don't know if you guys uh, ever do the online gaming thing uh i used to play a lot of counter-strike and uh <clears throat> I'll, I'll do the, the typical thing i got so good at it i had to try something else because people were just weren't sure. enjoying playing it.
4: sure that was it yeah <laughs>
1: But one of the things I used to say, because uh, believe it or not, I come up with some pretty bad jokes, and I like to
2: troll. Shocking! So, That's not
1: the Tony I know. <laughs> so one of the, the fun things I used to say is, "Hey, look, they misspelled police on the back of the counter counter terrorist group because <laughs> it was, you know, Police yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> something like that." And that sure. would
1: always get somebody. That's why they spell it. In <laughs> Euros to be there. <laughs> <laughs> you're so you're so stupid, and then you get all these giggles from people. <laughs> So anyway, has nothing to do with Jeep, but I th- I f- I we got a few gamers out there that uh,
2: might go. Oh, they might appreciate. <laughs> they that might trick. go. Oh, I remember that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, speaking of assholes, we want you guys to tell a friend. That's right. We're always looking to improve and expand the show. And there's no better way than expensive advertising. Unfortunately, guys, we don't have the 70 grand to advertise with Adam Carolla on his network or Spike TV. But we do have you guys and your asshole friends. You can help us not only grow the show, but also the 4x4 Radio Network. Please consider telling someone you know about the show or better yet. Pop on
0: your social media account and start trolling. You know, or, I, I, I mean, I honestly world. thought Josh <laughs> was going to go a different direction that and say, "Hey, speaking of assholes, we've got Cody with us today." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I could. Oh, I should have. <laughs> I, <could've been laughs> I
2: could have been. a Great pretty, introduction.
1: <laughs> I could pretty well support. Don't be an asshole. Listen to the Jeep Talk Show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> you, you went there. It's so. oh, not too much fun the jeep talk show it's not about us it's about you the listeners
0: it's tim from Torrance. hey jeepers this is uh rob to turn internal testy hey guys it's cody with trailchasers.net with another grand adventure
3: hey guys this is cody from indiana Yoo-hoo. hello jeep talk show crew <laughs> this is fj rick hi guys this is joe if a turtle doesn't have
4: a shell is he naked or homeless Hey guys, this is Ron
3: out in Arizona. Hey, what's up? Jeep Talk Show. This is Jake Oregon Trail Off-Road. Hi, this is Jake from California, and I'm sitting here eating
4: pork rinds for breakfast.
3: Hey, <laughs> this is uh, PAG Free. Hey, Tony,
4: Josh, and Tammy, hey, it's
1: XKJ Jake calling. This is John, pre-runner of 1982, and on today's radio context segment, I'm going to talk about APRS, an anal cord restraint system. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not right. That we love sense. our listeners. <laughs>
0: Clyde and this is Tommy from the Runout. You're listening to the Jeep Talk Show. Cheers! You're listening to a 4 x 4 4 Radio Network Podcast.
2: And the Jeep Talk Show is a proud member of the 4x4 Radio Network. We know that many Jeep, many Jeeps well, we know that Jeeps aren't for everybody. Let's just face it. But we also know that these people <laughs> need some serious help. Just about everyone loves the outdoors and getting out into nature and the 4x4 Radio Network has a little something for everybody. Just visit 4x4radionetwork.com and learn more about the 4x4 Podcast,
0: Center Steer Podcast, and of course, the Trail Chasers Podcast. Speaking of the Trail Chasers Podcast, right now is where we usually hear from Tammy on the grand, on uh, the Wrangler Talk. Who? But since she's out uh, camping on a sidewalk someplace because <laughs> she wants to get the first view of Rogue One when it releases, oh, um, they called me in and... Uh, <laughs> a quick, uh, a very quick grand adventure segment is I had to put a new Optima battery in the, uh, in the WJ. So we, I was having issues. The, the, I thought it was the starter, honestly, because I tested the battery. Um, I was getting voltage, my alternator was working and I would, I would turn the key and this the alter, the starter would want to crank, want to crank, want to crank and not do anything. So I pulled the starter out, I took it in, and I didn't know this, but AutoZone will actually test it for you for free. And the guy's like, there's nothing wrong with this starter. It's oh got to be the battery. Yeah, and, which, which really frustrated me because I actually had them test the battery the last time I was there, too. So I took it in, and they said, yeah, battery's bad. So apparently, and Josh, you may have some more background on this, but apparently you can still have 12 volts at the battery, but not have enough cranking amps to actually turn the, uh, uh, turn the motor over with the starter so that's correct yeah yeah it's called yeah, I, a, a load test is is the proper
2: testing procedure to determine whether or not a bat- a battery is good or not and a battery can hold residual voltage and even have 12 volts on it if you hook a meter up to it but as soon as you yeah. try and put a load on it as it you know something like starting the vehicle or running accessories and stuff like that you'll find that it just drops through the floor very quickly and that's a sign of a, of a bad battery
0: yeah, and, and when I did that, it wouldn't drop to zero. It would drop down to high nines. I was going to say uh, probably around nine volts or so. Yeah. 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 And I, and to me, I thought, well, still that's nine volts. It should be enough, but no, clearly it was bad. So I bit the bullet and got a, um, Optima red top mounted in there. The, the kit, it was awesome. The kit came with the, cause the Optima sits in the trade smaller. So they came with the, the, all the spacers and clips I needed to yep. put it in and, um, it's it's clamped in there, and now uh, now I don't have to worry about the uh, my wife hurting herself from rolling her eyes so hard <laughs> every time every time the WJ doesn't uh, start. I'm sleeping I in I the jeep tonight. To Here we yeah. go again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, hey, great. a real
2: quick question then, Cody. Where did you get that Optima battery? I mean, is it just a, a trip down to the store? Did you order it on Amazon? I
0: mean, uh, uh, did you? Uh, how far on. did you have to go to get it? I went to AutoZone because I was taking the Jeep up the mountain um, like the next day, so I needed one. Oh, I could I yeah. couldn't order one. I just ran over to AutoZone and grabbed it and took it off. We went up to Big Bear to do some wheeling. Oh, very good, very good. He's got
1: to throw in the uh, the California locations, doesn't he? Uh,
0: Absolutely, place
1: dropper. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, a bit uh, uh, doing the uh, little Instagram live thing here tonight, guys. So, if you see that thing come up and you go, what the hell is this? Why can't I hear anything? Well, it's because I haven't hooked up any of the audio stuff yet because I didn't think it through. But we've got good video there and they can hear me talking to somebody like I'm a… Testing new technology. Like I'm an idiot talking to myself. Eh, do up the first as thing. we
0: go. That's right. Well, some of the things, something else that we've made up is the GTOC forum. It's our new mobile-friendly forum that we created just for you. This isn't your typical forum where there's no dumb question. Well, I mean, from me, it's a dumb question. But for you guys, you guys ask good questions. There's no flaming. There's no telling you to go look at Google. Find out more behind the stories and information we share with, with, uh, share with you on the, on, here on the show. Here on the show. My bad. <laughs> Find out more behind the stories and the information with you. Here on the show, you, you need to be as flawless
1: because if you're not <laughs> flawless, Tammy will think that she's the uh, only one that can do this job and she'll I take know. off more. I, she won't so, be here as much going, Hey, they can't replace me. Look, you see? So,
0: yes. So, <laughs> the, the, the takeaway here is that's the JeepTalkForum.com. We hope to see you there. Yeah, don't worry about it, Cody. And
1: also, too, yes, there are dumb questions, but more importantly, is you won't be treated like they're dumb questions on the forum. That's right. So if you think it's a dumb question, you're probably right, but it's okay because we've all gone through those phases. And we still ask questions that you know, we didn't think through, and we just need somebody to help us clarify what we're thinking. And, and that's what the forum is there for. To me, that's the way all forums should be, not just the ones we have. But yeah. it's very important for me to let you know that the, the dumb question you ask, you're not going to be treated like it's a dumb question. Not, hey, unless, a, a not unless you're a example. co-host on the show
0: and a perfect example of this is I've been wheeling for 20 years. I've done a lot of work on my own vehicles and that battery thing threw me for a loop. And you know, that was what some people might've thought was a dumb question, but it it definitely caught me. Well, you you never
1: know. And it's also too, those damn batteries are so expensive. You don't want to believe it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You don't (laughs) want to believe it's a bad battery. The other other thing is I kept saying, dude, I just bought this battery a year ago and he said, well, bring it in. And I brought it in. No, I bought a battery for my other Jeep. Like a year ago. This one was some off brand bot, God knows where. Ah, memory. Is it, is it, Gotta it, love it. Is it a gel cell? The new one is. But no, the, the, the one.
1: Okay, I was going to say because uh, Josh has that little trick to, to rejuvenate the gel cells. Mm, mm-hmm. But I uh, can't do that with this one. All right, well, I tried.
2: Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? What do you talk about, man? Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? I got no idea what the heck. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Get out of my face, yo. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Underwater. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? In the bubble bath. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? No clue. And where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? While flexing on stumps. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? I would assume on the radio. The Jeep Talk Show. Available on iTunes and at jeeptalkshow.com.
1: Oh yeah, the com. We'd like to know where you listen to the Jeep Talk Show. Just uh, give us a call at 530-675, is it? 4102. Hell, you know the number. Just call it. Tell us where you listen. So, um rushing uh, rushing here because I want to get to the reviews. Josh, we uh we have uh, our fourth criticism
2: fourth or fifth uh constructive criticism review. Yeah. Yeah, in the uh, what, four or five years we've been doing this, we uh, we get one about once a year. Yeah, that's about right. That's on the air, how dare you? <laughs> no, but uh, occasionally, guys, we do get some constructive criticism. Something, some something about the show, somebody doesn't like, or you know, rubs in the wrong way. And of course, we want to hear about that. Now, we can't, uh, we can't please all the people all the time. And uh, obviously, we give our best effort, and uh, and we try. Uh, but of course, you know, when we're not batting hundred percent, you know, you guys are going to let us know. And occasionally, we get uh, somebody who you know pops in and, and uh, wants to give us some you know honest feedback. And we got a two-star review on iTunes here recently, and uh, and our, not our typical five-star review, but that's okay. We said we were going to be honest here on the show, we've been honest from the very get-go. And so we're going to share you, with you guys all of our constructive criticism that we get when we do get it. And so this one came in, um, well, December 10th, and we got a two-star review from Cranium, spelled C R four N three U M. Oh, good job. He I said, had no, I got no idea what that was. <laughs> he said I really wanted to like this podcast, honestly. I just couldn't find enough useful information or topics to keep my interest. The hosts seem like nice people, but they repeat themselves constantly. Seriously, I don't see the value in a 20-minute conversation about a sponsored product, i.e. Seat Pockets. If you're like me and you are looking for some expert Jeep knowledge, you will be disappointed most of the time with this show. You just want something, something for noise in the background to keep you company, this is perfect.
1: Well, we- I just want to say, the, the Seat Pockets thing, they're not a sponsor. Uh, Tammy just thought it was a great product. She was just thrilled actually because you could now not lose things between the seats that'd be great if they were a paid sponsor but but they're not and um you know it's we have a lot more format here than a lot of the, the podcasts out there we we try to keep the things short so we can move on to another segment you may not like this segment so we'll try to move on to something else that you might like and the, occasionally we we talk and i I, none of us discourage each other uh about not talking because that's what the podcast is so if it went 20 minutes and you didn't you didn't particularly care for it really sorry Uh, sorry that the show doesn't appeal to you and i just want to say thank you very much for giving the show a try Uh, and we can't ask anything more than that and and, but with that said you might want to try dan's show the four by four podcast they have lots of great information And in the format that I think you're looking for, because that's really what I think we're talking about here, is just a format. We try to keep it entertaining and moving along. Not
2: always, but (laughs) you know, sometimes we end up getting a little bit of a hitch and get stuck on a, you know, on a topic or you know about this or that or get into an argument or you know some kind of a debate or something like that. It happens, guys. This is a talk show, you know, and so we sometimes we freeform a lot of it, and uh, even though we do script a a great portion of this, um, a lot of it is just straight freeform. Uh, and sometimes we'll kind of get into a little bit of a of a rut with that, and and kind of go off on a tangent, or or sometimes the conversation goes a little a bit long. Uh, but you know, this is a weekly podcast, and so we always you know offer you up some fresh content the following week, and and yeah, some of our promos you may have heard before, and uh, you know there are some other things that we may repeat ourselves on occasionally. But this is information that a lot of jeepers need, and sometimes it's hard to. Uh, have all that information out there and and keep things fresh. So sometimes we will regurgitate something and we'll we'll talk about a topic that maybe we had recu- we had covered the year prior or something oh, like yeah. that. Well, toe so, points. You
1: know, I've I think I've mentioned toe sure. points ten times. I'm gonna mention it ten more because they're import- that, exactly. That important.
2: Exactly. It's, it's just one of so. those things where you know you can talk about this you know this one particular topic a hundred different times and have a hundred different conversations of, even though it's the same exact content
0: essentially and, and so you know it's, new people are coming new people are coming on all the time too josh so that's right that's right yeah, yeah and you're gonna get you're gonna get new people with new questions and it may be something you covered 20 episodes ago but i know that there's been times you guys have covered something that's i don't want to say remedial but by you you bringing it up again makes me think about it again which is going to make me a better wheeler and i mean all of that is the cyclical nature of, of what you're doing
2: Right. Absolutely. And we could spend an entire show just on, you know, the upper level, you know, type of fabrication that goes into something like, you know, Dana 60 axle swaps into a Jeep or something like that. I mean, there, there are so many topics that we can go in way into depth and take an entire show on just do not, doing nothing but tech. But that isn't what everybody wants. Now, obviously, that is going to be a show for some people, but it's not a show for everybody. And so we got to be- try and find a little bit of a balance between things. Yeah, we're yeah. going to have some promos. Yes, we're going to have some commercials and yes, we're going to have some stuff that maybe not everybody wants to talk about or hear about, or that might be in a little bit below somebody's knowledge level or something like that. But just remember, this is a show for everybody. And so we're going to try and try and keep everybody happy.
1: And also too, uh, the Dana 60 thing I think would be a lot of fun and very interesting but how many people is, going, is that going to apply to? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> I'd still like to do that. We should do a Dana 60 thing because I'd like to know. I don't know anything about the Dana 60s. Oh, yeah. So, like
2: I said, there's, there's a whole show that we can go into depth on. Oh, absolutely.
1: But, uh, so,
0: uh, hey, Cody, a, take, take this one review. From, uh, from Uncle Buck. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: so, we, like have an, uh, we got a review from Uncle Buck on December 13th, and it is a five star review. Well, of course it is. And he says, I am a regular regular listener to the podcast and appreciate the appreciate the efforts of Tony, Tammy, and Josh. And Cody. To keep it fresh, informative, and full of humor. Keep up the good work. Here's to wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a happy, prosperous twenty seventeen. Oh, thank well, you. Thank you, Uncle, thank Uncle Buck. Buck.
1: It wasn't he wasn't talking to you.
0: Oh. <laughs> wah wah. wah.
1: We we have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Mer- very Merry Christmas to you, Uncle Buck. We really appreciate your uh, your comments and uh, also enjoy your uh, your likes and comments on Twitter. Um, so anyway, um, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. So let's see. We actually got a review from Facebook. It's uh, uh Peter. Is that Newell or Never Will? Newell. No, I'd say
2: I'd say Newell.
1: Newell. Okay. Newell. Yeah. And uh, Never Will. I like that. Uh, this was uh, a five-star review on Facebook. Yes, you can do reviews on Facebook. Just go to the Jeep Talk Show page there on Facebook. He says, I downloaded the podcast every week. Or actually, yeah, that's me misreading it. I download the podcast every week. Uh, so it says, uh, hi, Tony, Tammy, and Josh, not Cody. <laughs> Gary yeah. T. here. No, no, this is oh, a, this I'm sorry. Is
2: a, that was, I was I thought that was
1: him uh, writing, but that no, is really long. He said
2: five-star stuff. So Peter gave us, uh, he said, I download the podcast every week. Five-star stuff. Indeed it is. I'm going to
1: cut out that whole part of me reading, and I'll just go with what you just said, Josh. <laughs>
2: there we go. Now, we did have something that came in in relation to our other show. Well, I guess that would be uh, Tony and Tammy's uh, show there, the uh, Jeep Talk Calling in Show, that, which happens every week, Tuesdays. And uh, and this was some feedback that we got from there, but I thought this was uh, apropos for our, um, our review section here in the show. And he says, Hi, Tony, Tammy, and Josh. Gary T. here from the Northwest JeepCast. This guy is also a fellow podcaster, guys. I am catching up on your show this past week and really like the info you had on the Jeep Talk Collins show a week ago on snowwheeling. On the road info, the, road, the on-road info is spot on. I do want to add some color for off-road wheeling in the deep, though. We do many of these runs each year here in the Washington Cascades as they are among the snowiest places on Earth, even hold the world record in snowfall. Those of us with beadlocks, most of us actually, run between 3 and 5 PSI and sometimes even lower. Those without locks run as low as 6 PSI, but have to be very careful not to blow a bead. This gives us the maximum footprint, contact patch, for traction and flotation in snow that isn't too compacted or fully fresh. Mud terrains do the best, with Pitbull Rockers and Interco IROCs being the best performers overall. Some of the guys add extra sipes to their MT tires, which works super good. We really try not to spin our tires to avoid compacting into ice. Lockers are essential, both front and rear, in the deep snow. I have attached a photo collage from our own Jeeps group webpage header that I thought you'd enjoy. Keep up the good work. Your shows are very informative and entertaining all the best, Gary T.:
1: We'll stick up that, uh, that image and the, the show notes at Jeeptalkshow.com.:
2: There we go. And well, thanks Gary T, and uh, thank you for keeping up the Northwest Jeepcast as well, and for chiming in and, and giving us that information from your own perspective. We appreciate that. And, of course, you guys can always chime in with anything that we uh, have here on the show. You can always just send us an email or, of course, drop us a phone call as well. Or you can even uh, pop over to iTunes or YouTube or any one of our outlets and leave us a review there along with a comment. Well, hey, Jeep lovers out there, who doesn't love a good night ride on the trails in their Jeep, right? But all you know, but you guys all know that the factory lights aren't made for mall. They're all made for mall crawling, not rock crawling. So how can you get the most out of your Jeep if your lights are worthless? Let me tell you about a brand that makes great quality light bars for Jeeps. Without the high prices that many brands expect, it's the guys over at Crawlbright Performance Off-Road Lighting. They have the highest quality lights made from the top components. They use the best named brand LEDs like Cree and Osram, aircraft-grade aluminum, and virtually unbreakable polycarbonate lens. These lights are 100% waterproof and backed by a three-year replacement guarantee. They make LED light bars, pods, brackets, and wiring. They even have rock lights to illuminate the ground you're crawling on. Crawlbright prides themselves on offering the best quality lights, but at a price that most Jeepers can afford. Fans of the Jeep Talk Show can enter Jeep Talk Show, all one word, for a special 20% discount on everything on their website. So head over to Crawlbright.com right now. Remember, brighter is better.
1: I'll mention real quick here that we actually have a, a listener that uh, reached out to us and let us, let us know that they uh, took uh, Crawlbright uh, up on that uh, 20% discount. And bought some of those rock crawling lights, some green ones. And uh, we were actually going over how to connect them up because uh, he wasn't aware of relays and wiring harnesses. Oh, and yeah. So on and so All forth, which stuff. which is probably something we want to cover here again. I know we've done it in the past, but we probably want to cover that again, especially with uh,
0: uh, this great sponsor that we have uh, selling these lights. Now You don't want to repeat yourself. <laughs> hey, Jeepers, did you know you can add one, two, or even three more passenger seats to your Jeep's cargo space? Little Passenger Seats custom-builds and upholsters passenger seating to match your vehicle's upholstery and ships the seats to your front door with a vehicle-specific mounting system. The easy-to-do-it-yourself kit safely and easily increases your seating capacity in as little as two hours. Each little passenger seat is made to your specifications to meet the specific transportation needs of your growing family. Every seat includes seat belts mounted to the seat and designed to be easily removed if you need to use your cargo space. Little Passenger Seats offers... Seating for over 50 different popular SUV models, including most Grand Cherokees, a 1984 to 2001 Cherokee, Wrangler Unlimiteds, the good old Wagoneers, and even the Liberties. Whether you're in the market for a new car or trying to keep keep the vehicle you love, little passenger seats gives you more family options. So don't get rid of your Jeep quite yet, just to get the minivan for more seating. Please call us at one eight hundred two five two nine nine eight nine, or visit our website at littlepassengerseats.com dot com to find out more.
1: Now, Cody, you have a, a Grand Cherokee. Have you thought about? Uh, I mean, I, you only have a, a three person family, a three people family, but uh, I don't know what you have planned for the future, or what your wife may have planned. But can you? My, my plans are done. I don't know what anybody else <laughs> <Can planned>, but <laughs> you, Can you imagine though having a bunch of kids and having to get rid of your Jeep because uh, you don't have enough seats for everybody? Uh, no. So I thought this was really cool and if you guys ha- haven't gone over to com, you should go over there and look at the quality of these seats. I mean they're amazing.
0: And going back uh, maybe a dozen episodes, we had someone you guys had someone on the show that was talking about needing more car more seating space um, and was considering the commander. Yes. Um th- this would be a great option for him. To add that seat, those seats that he need for the limited time for the, the Boy Scout trips, and then he could take the cargo seats out. Yeah, it wasn't
1: very long after that that they, little uh, pastor seats, contacted us about doing advertising. And they, I, I thought about that exact thing, uh, Cody. I, I wish we had uh, known about it at the time, guys. So that they, we certainly would have uh, put them onto that. All right, Jammick. It's a Jeep hammock for your Jeep. The Jamek turns uh, the top of your Jeep Wrangler into a mobile comfort station. Oh, boy. Uh, The Jamek is a hammock for your Jeep Wrangler. Installs in two minutes and leave it up there for good. It's great for taking a break on the trail, beach, bonfires, camping, drive-ins, the game, tailgating, you name it. I can think of a couple more things. The Jamek is 100% made in America, and the Jamek is veteran-owned. Very important to me, uh, folks, that that we need to support our veterans. Uh, We have sold over 6,000 Jameks. Uh, in the last three years and offer a 30-day, no-questions-asked return policy. You can use the Jammock as a hammock, overhead storage, pet barrier, oh, nice, wind jammer, lounge chair on the back of uh, the roll, uh, roll bars, and sling seat hammock for off the vehicle. Go to www.jammock.com, <laughs> uh, that's J-A-M-M-O-C-K.com, for the biggest sale of the year. I'm going to repeat that. The biggest sale of the, of the year. Coupon code Jeep Show for $10 off. All Jamek's are made in America. Jamek is a veteran-owned small business. Uh, and uh, go ahead, Cody.
0: Oh, I was going to say, and just to add to that, I, uh, timing being what it is, um, I actually interviewed James from Jamic yesterday. So I, last I, night I, I had- clearly
1: <laughs> told you no plugs. I told you no <laughs> plugs on the show.
0: So so <laughs> I, I'll be releasing the episode with James probably Saturday, December 17th, 2016, which is just a couple of days after re- recording this. And if you go to trailchasers.net slash survey and answer a few questions for us. Between now and December 31st, 2016, you'll be entered into a drawing to get a free jamick. James was very nice enough uh, to, give a, to give me a jamick to give away to a Jeeper.
1: And see, I told him no, no plugging. He kept going with the plug. I mean, this is the <laughs> kind of respect I get around here. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, uh, I'll add to that. Uh, right before the show, right after I got done setting everything up, I thought about it. And I said, hey, you know, Christmas is coming. And my wife would probably love to have one of these for her T.J., and, uh, so it, you know, it's good for all the Wranglers. That, that's why we mm-hmm. didn't mention specific ones there. If you got a Wrangler, it'll work. You know, I wonder if it works on the CJs. I'll have to ask him about the CJs. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, uh, I ordered one right before we did the show tonight. And, uh, hopefully uh, I, I picked the free shipping cause I'm cheap that way. So, uh, hopefully we'll get it before Christmas, but you
0: know, if not, she'll still like it. Yeah. And then and you, you mentioned the veteran owned, uh, company, James was really fun to interview. Super nice guy. And the story of how he started this, you know, when he came up with this product and how long it took him to actually get it off the ground is really interesting. So if you want to learn more about the jam, go to TrailChasers.net and download that episode.
3: Well,
1: how long did it take? And, uh,
0: Well, he started in, he he came up with the idea in 2005. I'm baiting him. (laughs) (laughs) He started the episode, he started the uh, idea in 2005 and it wasn't until 2012 that he had a viable product. And then it was, you know, a couple years after that with a chance meeting at a Jeep event that actually kind of catapulted the product out into the uh, market. So you do pay attention to the interview. Oh yeah, Absolutely. (laughs) Way way more than I pay attention here. Matter of fact, I, I've made my plug, guys. I'll see you later. I'm Nicely, done. Yeah, all right, nicely, done. In, all right. nicely yeah. done.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you you abuse somebody long enough, they'll start they'll start throwing it back at you.
0: Let me know if you need me next time. See <laughs> <laughs> ya. Yeah. You can
1: drop the headset thing. Yeah. <laughs> you got tech questions?
2: Uh, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good because I, I It's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Da-ho. Well, we're going to talk about detailing the tech talk way. Does your Jeep or daily driver look and smell so horrible that you're embarrassed to have your friends ride with you? <laughs> Do you wish you had that new car smell and shine? Have you ever considered having it professionally detailed? Well, chances are, like, that, like many of us, you practically live in your ride, which can get pretty grimy from all those fun wheeling or road trips with kids, drunk friends or dogs, and let us not forget those french fries that have been hiding underneath the seat for the last seven months. Even those of us who, have, who just use our rigs to commute uh, to work and back occasionally need a deep cleaning. Good news is that you don't need to pay someone else 100 bucks or more to get your vehicle clean. You can get your Jeep or your car in tip-top shape in no time, all by yourself. Detailing is no easy task, but you can do it yourself without dishing out uh, all, those, all that hard-earned money at all. In fact, you can, uh, if you've never done it before, well, you may be tempted to buy all those expensive products you see in the automotive departments and stores or at the local parts store. Retail shelves are lined with special wipes and brushes and solvents for detailing cars. All and all these items add up to a lot of money if you end up getting everything that you need, but do you actually really need all this stuff? In reality, you don't. You don't need to buy brand name cleansers or air fresheners made especially for cars. Some of them don't even work all that well, despite the expense. You may not even need to buy anything at all to do your detailing, in fact. Things like club soda, white vinegar, charcoal, a can of coke, or even a piece of clay are really all you need. Chances are you already have most of the stuff you need to get your car sparkling clean inside and out. Now, The cleaning tips I've compiled for you are tried and true. In fact, some of these work so well that they're old news to professionals who wish we'd probably keep their tricks a secret. After trying out some of these innovative ways to clean your Jeep, you'll never even think about hiring somebody else to do it for you. In fact, you'll just turn up the music, roll up your sleeves, and you may even have some fun doing it. And in the Christmas spirit, I have the top 12 detailing hacks for your Jeep. Here we go. Number one. Don't waste money on car fresheners that smell awful and look even worse. Instead, grab some wooden clothespins and sprinkle a few drops of your girlfriend's or wife's favorite essential oils like lavender, rosemary, frankincense, etc. on top. Attach the clothespins to your vent. Each time you turn on the heater or air conditioner, your car will smell incredible. Of course, if the vehicle smells bad to begin with, you could be mold or perhaps a cabin air filter. You want to change that for a fresher-smelling vehicle right off the bat. Number two, this might come as a surprise to some, but olive oil is actually a great tool for cleaning leather seats. Keep in mind that overusing it will make your seats greasy to the touch, so use with caution. You may want to wash with soap first. Next, you want to get into the texture of your leather or leatherette interior using the oil. Always wipe dry afterwards. Number three. Powder cleansers. Regular old bleach powder can help you do your own detailing like a pro. Just don't use it on your paint, guys. Choose a brand like Bar Keeper's Friend, Clorox, or Bon Ami, which which really are the toughest. Take a cloth or towel, sprinkle some on, and lightly spray some Lysol onto the powder as well. Now work in that magic and keep adding more powder until your tires sparkle. Or maybe even use it on your wheels. You may have to scrub a little bit, uh, quite a bit, or even add some vinegar if there's oil on the wheels. Now trust me, this stuff will work. How about a foam paintbrush, Q-tips, toothbrush, that sort of stuff? Well, foam brushes are great for putting on the finishing touches while painting or you know, putting on a lacquer, but you can also use them to brush out your AC vents and other tough-to-reach spaces. The foam on the brushes will easily cling to dirt and other particles, making it a great tool to use when cleaning. And when you do your own detailing, the Q-tips and indispens- are an indispensable tool in getting into deep crevices. They sop up detergent and they clean quite nicely, in fact. They come in handy when cleaning out cup holders where the crevices are hard to reach with a cloth. your dashboard is starting to look a bit grimy, then you can use an old toothbrush to get really deep in there and even get a little bit of gunk out. When you're done, save that toothbrush so you can use it again in the future, just not in your mouth, of course. Use the toothbrush to wash every inch of your seats and backrest, too. You'll be shocked with how much dirt is embedded in your seats. Trust me, I did a steam cleaning on the Jeep one time, and it was amazing how much got pulled out of those seats. Number five, WD-40. Regret putting those bumper stickers on your new car? Well, don't worry. With the help of WD-40, you can remove even the most stubborn of decals. Just spray on some WD-40 directly onto the sticker, allow some time to soak, then pull it right off. Rubbing alcohol. This one's pretty good. For number six, slimy windshield wipers are the worst. Replacing them all the time is way too expensive, so what do you do when your wiper smears across your windshield and leaves awful streaks? Well, to help remedy this common problem, wipe down your wipers with a generous amount of rubbing alcohol and let it dry. You'll have to replace you won't you'll still have to replace them regularly, maybe about once a year, but this will definitely lengthen their shelf life. Some wipers even come with a little alcohol wipette. Clay bar, number seven. You can find a clay, you can find clay in any toy store or children's section of just about any other store, but clay bars made especially for cars are available on many websites, including Amazon. These are reusable and cheap. One bar may run you as little as four bucks. You'll never believe how wiping your card down with what with one of these can bring so much shine. Trust me guys, clay bar, it's an old school trick. And if you got a new Jeep and you've seen a lot of trail time, well, might be able to bring back some shine to that paint after all. Number 8, hair conditioner. Trust me, this is a weird one but it works. Another great alternative to waxing your car and getting a comparable shine is using hair conditioner. Need a quick detail but don't have any wax on your hand? Well, just as that gooey stuff, just use that gooey stuff to make your hair look shiny. You can also do the same for the paint on your Jeep. Just make sure you use use a brand that contains lanolin. So you're going to have to do some label reading here, guys. Lanolin is the magic ingredient that gives a waxy finish. Just pour some onto a towel and start working it in a circular motion until the Jeep is shiny like new. Okay, now here's a good one you guys are going to want to grab a pencil and a piece of paper for. This one's called gluey cleaning slime. Remember Silly Putty when you were a kid and pressing it onto comics or a newspaper and seeing the images lifted off the paper and onto the putty? Well, you can get the same results on all that hard-to-reach filth that collects in the nooks and crannies of your door and dash switches. Yes, you You read that title correct. You feel like you're in kindergarten again when you clean your car with this sticky cleaning slime. You can go into you can go two ways of obtaining this fantastic cleaning solution. Either buy some online or make it yourself. Making yourself is pretty easy, guys, and anyone can do it. Simply mix a half a cup of liquid starch, four a bo- four-ounce bottle of Elmer's glue, and a quarter cup of water. Just mix it all up, and trust me, you're going to see what's going to happen here very quickly. And uh, once you get this big slimy glob out of uh, the mixing container, well, it will actually pick up all sorts of debris from all sorts of nooks and crannies of your car. Number 10, vodka. Yes, as in the stuff from the liquor store. (laughs) If you don't want to spend a lot of money on de-icer windshield washer fluid, make your own with Castile soap and vodka. Just don't leave the bottle in the back of the Jeep, okay? All right, number 11, nail polish. Clear variety, of course. And if you got a hairline crack that only you can see and it freaks you out every time you get in your windshield, well, it, it should. Windshield cracks are nothing to mess around with. But there's a temporary fix that can prevent it from cracking further. Plain old clear nail polish. It can buy you a little bit of time before you replace that window or windshield. Just use the polish generously and let it take hold. And well, you might have to buff out or, or use a razor blade to clean off some of the excess. Number 12, finally, the Miracle Cleaner Club Soda. Some of the toughest stains can't stand up to club soda, trust me, especially if you're able to use it right away. I always keep a bottle in just about every car I've got. Pat dry the stain first. Dampen a small cloth or towel with some club soda and pat the stain. If you're working with an old stain, well, use the club soda more liberally and watch the stain lift off. It does. The stain can be, this stuff can lift red wine off of white fabric, so it should be no problem removing mud, dirt, coffee, and other stains off of your Jeep seats. Well, got something you want to add to this list? Well, go to jeeptalkforum.com, even on your smartphone, or shoot me an email to info at Jeeptalkshow.com with a subject line Tech Talk.
1: In my younger days, uh doing IT, I would uh, uh occasionally have to fly to to different places to do work. And it didn't happen that often, but uh so I wasn't that uh in tune with the the whole flight thing and what you could order and do and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I remember one time the stewardess came by and asked me if there was something I wanted to drink. And, uh, I said, yeah, um, I was trying to remember what it was net called. I said, club soda. And she said, like, she kind of paused and said, you know, like I was going to say something else. (laughs) And I said, I said, do you have club soda? She goes, yeah. I said, okay, thank you. With ice. I said, please. So, So she brought me some club soda. And then i realized it was ginger ale that i was wanting
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> there's a big difference there was Expecting like ginger ale and no not a flavor it. Yeah. it was absolutely horrible I, I think it's a little a little flat <laughs> thing is not working right and i you're thought like, to
0: my, like hey lady i think you brought me the wrong stuff and okay.
1: i and i thought to myself you know this tastes like it would be a good cleaner so there you go it comes full circle
0: Well, guys, we love hearing from all of you, so be sure to call our voicemail at 530-675-4102 or jump over to our website at JeepTalkShow.com and leave us a message. Just click the Leave Voicemail button. Hey, this is Tony. And I'm Tammy. And this is Josh. And
2: you've reached our 24-7 voicemail line. You guys know what to do, so after beep, leave your message.
3: Hi, Tony, Tammy, and Josh. It's Dave from Oregon. Um, I think I called earlier in the year looking for... Something in a Jeep or wasn't sure if I wanted a pickup truck like a Tacoma, or FJ, or a Jeep Wrangler. Um, ended up going with a Tacoma, which I'm driving right now. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not in love with it. It It's okay. <laughs> the seating position, comfort in confident it kind of sucks, though. It, it's, it's too low for me. I'm taller uh, and I'm heavier. It's like 6'3", 290. And uh, so I'm back looking at, at the Jeep Okay, two door, four door, I'm not sure which, I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, kind of got analysis paralysis and looking for some yeah. advice from you guys on that. My wife has a Jeep Grand Cherokee that's uh, kind of a family hauler, and I have a little utility trailer I tow once in a while. Um, I have a sidecar rig that I load on the trailer. I might take somewhere if I have to go to the dump or go get some landscaping rock or whatever. Uh, that's what i'd be using that for so i think either two-door or four-door would probably be fine with that it's under under the two pound toll limit that should be an issue but uh, i like the look of the two-door better Uh, looking at a willy's and not sure if i would miss the extra space or not it's usually just going to be my wife and i and maybe my 10 year old son in it um if if that usually it's well shouldn't say usually but it's going to be one or the other of us Anyway, I've rambled on, sorry. <laughs> Edit it as you see fit, and uh, look forward to hearing your answer,
1: thanks. Hey, we're all about rambling on this show, so. Yeah. Editing, what's that? <laughs> so let me just <laughs> let me just tell you, let me just make this statement to start with. Sure. You called us, you asked us about, you know, advice on vehicles to get, but you didn't listen to us and you got a Tacoma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now you're
0: calling back
1: and asking for more advice.
0: And I, Hey guys, I, I know I ignored you the last time. Can we try this again? <laughs>
1: and i'm making i'm making light of this there's nothing wrong with the tacoma i'm sure they're they're very nice vehicles and and uh, it's always nice to have a new one Uh, i'm going to give you the same advice that i've given uh, a couple other people if if you're going to get into a jeep and you want a wrangler get a tj and there's two reasons for that the main reason is it's cheaper (laughs) it's a lot cheaper and you can find a cream puff out there that somebody has done nothing to. Mm-hmm. Aftermarket support is going to be huge on that. I mean, the, the JKs and JKUs have been around a long time now, but the TJs even longer. Uh, I got a TJ for my wife, uh, I guess it's about five years ago now. It's hard to believe it's been that long. Absolutely wonderful vehicle. It, it really is very, very nice. And I, I can just tell you that it is uh, probably one of the best purchases that we've made. It's it's been a great vehicle. Uh, lot like I said, lots of aftermarket support, and we got a, uh, a a Wrangler X, and we got it five years ago for ten thousand five hundred dollars. And, and if you're going out and looking at these JKs and JK uh, used use used for twenty, twenty five, thirty, I mean. Oh my god so anyway that's a, that's my my two cents worth. I'll let the, the guys throw in theirs
0: yeah the, the one thing I would say, tony, is if you're if you're worried about space and I do agree with you that the t j is a great version, look at the l j the l j gives you the additional cargo space um, they are uh, uh, they also i think most of them came with the dana forty four rear end, which oh. is a little bit beefier um, i mean in, in hindsight. Um, when I had bought my TJ, I wish I could have affor- afforded, uh, the LJ.
1: Was it hard to, hard to find? Cause they told me the same thing when I was looking for TJs and I just didn't see any LJs on Craigslist.
0: They are, they are definitely harder to find cause they didn't make nearly as many of them. But if you've got a little bit of time and I, I think you've got a brand new vehicle, you can stretch it oh, out true. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, you know, do, do your due diligence and
2: look for that LJ. I was actually going to recommend the same thing, the LJ, uh, really strictly for the room, primarily. I mean, you get you get the best of both worlds, you're going to get a two-door Jeep, you're going to get the capabilities, and you're going to get some extra storage room to, you know, throw in, you know, a tote of gear or, you know, what have you. Uh, you know, as the kid gets older, he's going to have some friends that are going to want to tag along, you know, now you got two kids or more in the back. So, you know, the TJ would definitely be one of the first options. I would definitely say, you know, a JKU don't rule it out. The four-door Jeep is becoming definitely a staple for families around America. So, uh, you know, the Jeep is no longer um out of the uh, out of the question for a family vehicle, especially now with the four doors. So, um with incentives coming around at the end of the year, January is historically the best time to buy a new car. Um so, you know, if that's in your uh, you know, on your radar, you know, definitely consider going out and hitting the car lots in January and seeing what kind of deal you can get.
1: And and I'll just say, if I was going to get a JK, I would get the JKU. Because to me, yeah. the four-door uh, Wrangler is, is if they had had that when I went to buy the Cherokee, that's what I would have got. You know, if, it, yeah. if they had a four-door yeah. TJ, uh, that's because uh, I went to buy a TJ and saw the four-door. And I said, you know, with our little girls, let's get the four-door. And But if they had had a four-door Wrangler back then, I would have got it. Now mm-hmm. it is it is tougher on the trails Tammy's told us here. It's it, you know depending on uh how uh, how much turning uh, and the uh, the amount of uh, area she has to turn in the turning radius is uh, is much worse because it's yeah, a longer right. vehicle but uh it all depends on how you're going to use it. And uh, boy those but the JK's and the JKUs look very nice and other than uh the price and some of the things I've heard about the the thin sheet metal that they use to try to save weight and and bring up the uh, the MPG on it. Uh, and there was one other thing, uh, that, that was a negative. Oh, the engine had been a, a negative with uh, that. And that's another reason why I recommend the TJ because you can get the 4.0 liter. And by the way, mm. don't, in my opinion, do not get the 2.5 liter engine. If you no, find no, a no, TJ, no, no. do not get that.
0: No, my, my dad has the 2.5 in his TJ. And at the time, it was just going to be kind of a, you know, commuter. And he's got, um, He's got a lot of miles on it, but he constantly talks about putting, pulling that thing out and putting the 4.0 in. It's just. Uh, yeah. The 4.0 it's,
1: is legendary. So, yeah. it's definitely, and that's, and actually, that's probably one of the reasons why I like the TJ the best is because it has the same drivetrain that my Cherokee has in it. It's not great gas mileage. It's not going to be. Uh, it's a Jeep. It's the price you pay to be one of the cool kids. At least that's what yeah, I told my it, wife. And it's, yeah.
0: it, it's no Grand Cherokee, but I mean, if you want to go that route, well, I get no. it. Well, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, some some would consider that a plus.
0: <laughs> Are you tired of all that noise
2: from those other shows? I think you ought to keep that rig yeah. at the mall.
1: Now you can relax to the pleasing tones of the Jeep Talk Show every week. Unless you've got Dana 60s yeah. and
2: 40s. Get
0: the highest audio
1: quality
2: possible with each
3: download. Yeah. Now, you know, you can with them with them super swambers.
2: And if you're tired of all that other stuff.
3: Uh, and a thing with the big old tires
2: big a tires. Then subscribe to the highest quality podcast on the web. The Jeep Talk Show. Available on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher Radio, and more.
1: You need to me a beer. Hey, did you know Christmas is just a few days away? Well, it's still time to get those presents. Just uh, shop at Amazon, and don't forget to go to com slash Amazon first and help support your favorite podcast. Every purchase you make, the show will get a few cents, a few, a, a few. I won't say giblets. I had giblet gravy today. Not oh, that, boy. But giblets isn't a monetary thing. A
2: few cents, a few pennies, a few shekels. I was going for shekels. <laughs> Well, hey, G-Junkies, you guys remember our midweek fix, don't you? Well, we've got something even better. Now there's even more Jeep Talk Show to love. It's called the Jeep Talk Call-In Show. Tammy and, Tony, Tammy and Tony take your guys' calls live every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time. Don't worry about trying to figure out how to listen to the show and talk on the phone at the same time. Heck, we can't even walk and chew gum at the same time. The call-in line plays the live show right over your phone. All you have to do is call. Join us every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time at jeeptalkshow.com. The call numbers are right there. Trust us, if it was any easier, well, if it was as easy as, a, as something like 1-900-JEEP, well, we have done, would have done that already, wouldn't you think? Don't forget to download this extra free content each and every week, guys, or better yet, subscribe to be sure you don't ever miss anything from the Jeep Talk Show.
1: Every once in a while, I like to put on Twitter, uh, get the Jeep, uh, Jeep Talk Show while it's still free. Or no, not while it's still free uh the, the running a special when you can get the Jeep Talk Show episodes free this until you know December 25th or something Yeah right
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry Cody what were you going to say Oh I was just going to roll right into uh, someone that calls in every week even though he's not on the talk show uh the mind of Mickey G- Nikki G and I'll just mention we
1: didn't get a call from Nikki G last week and uh, we considered calling the well, Cody if you listen to the show you'd know this <laughs>
0: I'm probably two episodes behind. Oh, honestly. here we go. Here we go.
1: So anyway, uh, we considered calling the police, and uh, frankly, we just forgot about it. We figured he got lost in the woods, and he called the pizza pizza delivery guy, and he'd he'd lead him out again. But uh, actually, Nikki G takes himself to task in this uh, this call from the mind of Nikki G. Oh wow! Hey, this is Nikki G, and I just got caught the show,
4: and I gotta say, Tammy, there's one other snow that you forgot about. The most dangerous snow of all, the yellow snow oh, And despite <laughs> of what your older siblings might tell you, it does not taste like lemons. And with that being said, uh, I waited all week to hear the Nikki G segment, and apparently Nikki G forgot to call in. <laughs> and all I have to say is, come on, Nikki G, I waited all week with bated breath to hear what you had to say. And you let me down. (laughs) Come on. Get your act together. I know what you're going to say. Hey, it's been a crazy time of year for him. But uh, let's face it. Every day is a crazy time of year for you. So uh, put yourself together. Make a phone call. It's not that hard to do. I'm doing it right now. All right, boys and girls. I'll chat at you later. And you have a good one. Bye.
1: Oh, Nikki G. What happened? I mean... I wonder if he was out Christmas shopping or maybe there was another, uh, uh hmm. unfortunate situation with search craps a lot. The, the little puppy that, uh, <laughs>
2: that's right. a that does <laughs> Forgot about that one.
1: Oh, well. All right. Well, uh, Hey, well, we will remind you about the, uh, our forums, our mini forums. There is uh, a uh, that uh, really caters to the, the Jeep Cherokee crowd, the 1984 through 2001 Jeep Cherokee. But anybody's welcome, just like listening to the show. You don't have to have a Jeep to listen. And, and in fact, we've got a few people that have reached out to me, uh, or actually all of us, uh, through uh, uh, Facebook or something, and uh, told us that they listen because there's no really good uh, 4x4 podcasts out there. I mean, I take issue with that. I think Dan's show is really good. There's uh, uh, the Sinisteria uh, podcast, which is a, a different type of uh, four-wheel drive, but certainly uh, I, I really enjoy uh, both those podcasts, even if they weren't part of the network. Actually, that's one of the reasons why they are in the network is because they're, I enjoy them so much. Uh, and they were kind enough to join. Uh, but, uh, we also have wranglertalk.com that can really use some love people. <laughs> it goes a long time with no posts. And I'll just mention just a couple of people posting regularly on that thing. It'll come alive and you'll make a lot of uh, great friends. And again, all these sites are, f- uh, not flame tolerant, not, uh, uh, everybody's asked that question before this, gee, this is an old post. Never understood that. I don't care if the post is 102 years old, if it's relevant to you, it's important and you should post to it. And of course we've got the Jeep talk forum, which is a great, uh, forum where you can get more of this show. You can get the, the details of this show, or maybe, you know, Josh uh, buzzed through his, uh, his technical segment. And uh, even though it was very detailed, he does it in 2.5 uh, minutes, uh, reading okay. it very quickly. And this gives you the ability to go over there and ask questions specifically about it. And Josh is over there posting uh, the uh, uh, the topic for the show. And uh, so you can read everything that he said and ask him questions about it. So, again, go to xjtalk.com, wranglertalk.com, and jeeptalkforum.com. And uh, it will improve your overall idea about what Forbes should be. Oh, let's
2: just say it. It will make your life better.
1: <laughs>
2: it will, it
1: will uh, grow you by two inches and maybe even make you taller. So let's get over to, uh, well, let's do one more, uh, <laughs> one more promo because I know somebody out there really loves these things. Actually, I do because, well, actually, Josh and I do because we make these things and we like playing them. <laughs> you're listening to jeep, jeep talk, talk show, show. The number one jeep podcast at my mom's house what the hell is that yuppie vehicle doing here oh oh
0: <laughs> hi cody <laughs> <laughs> that is that's a badass yuppie vehicle <laughs>
1: Yeah, well you can put tits on a bo- boar hog too, can't you?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm not hating on the grand Cherokees, people. I'm I'm hating on Cody. So that's yeah, just- <laughs> yeah,
0: that's totally way better. So much better. <laughs> and acceptable here.
1: So, Josh, I hear that you've uh, you've got the uh, the Cherokee back together. You uh, you actually drove it <laughs> in the snow uh, five hours home yesterday. And, oh, uh,
2: I wish no. I don't, even if I would have had the Jeep up and running uh, right now, it wouldn't have made my commute any easier or any shorter uh, last night. So, yeah. Off the air, guys, um, we were talking about how uh, an inch one point seven to be exact inches of snow fell here in the portland metro area yesterday completely shut the city down (laughs) and it took me five a little over five hours actually to get home and it just it's a 40 mile commute um it's long enough unto itself it usually takes me about an hour to an hour and a half uh to get home on a normal day uh this took me five hours and it was absolutely miserable and honestly it it really wasn't the conditions because once i let a few pounds of air out of the honda's tires I, I, i was doing just fine I was able to get everywhere I needed to go. I was I was making it around Subarus and stuff that were on the side of the road. I saw a flatbed trailer, a flatbed tow truck with an XJ on the back of it. I saw an MJ in the ditch, on its side. I, I was seeing vehicles on their roof and stuff. I was like, people, this is one and a half inches of snow. You're killing me here. <laughs> and and it was it was really primarily just the people who plain and simply don't know how to drive in the snow. They don't know the first thing about what to do when tires start losing traction I, I know you I know you've told me before but you, you guys don't normally get snow no we do I mean it, it comes and it goes it all depends on what sort of weather pattern is flowing through you know right. you have the El Nino every la year Ni- El Nino and la Nina patterns and uh-huh. and stuff like that so I mean we have I mean three distinctive types of weather patterns can hit us any given year that can change things up. So the farmer's almanac actually this year is calling for a pretty snow heavy year. We're going to be cold and we're going to be wet. um, This winter is, is what the farmer's almanac is saying. And I, I really have uh, lent a lot more, you know, faith into the farmer's almanac than I have my local meteorologist. So uh, it's been pretty accurate for me in the past and it's been pretty accurate this year so far. So um, it's just one of those things where you got to deal with it as it comes up. Now, unfortunately i've had some expenses pop up and and of course we are into the holiday season and and christmas is right around the corner i have not been able to spend the money on the jeep that i would like to and to get things up and and moving in the uh in the direction i want to so it's going to be put off for yes another month so unfortunately i've got really got not much to to tell in the uh, jeep world as far as that goes
1: um, well, the snow thing I was asking about, so is that three weather patterns that happen like uh, over a three year period or you, do you well, get no, we'll have we like we'll have
2: an, an El Nino year and then we'll, the following year might be another El Nino. It might be a La Nina or it might be just a regular, you know, year. Um, oh, I'm, we're in the Pacific Northwest. You don't like the weather. Wait five minutes. Uh, uh it's 30 minutes in Texas. Uh, I, I know what I need to ask. When was the last time it snowed? That's what I should have started. Last with. week. But but I mean I kid you not it was last Thursday we got we got uh, an ice storm. Well, I left what work, about I left work, before uh, that? Before that, yeah, we got snow last year. It snows about every year. Uh, about see, every I just don't
1: year. I don't understand why people freak out. I mean,
2: it's only twelve months. And you'd think that, it, that here in the Pacific Northwest, where it rains like 300 days out of the year, uh, that people <laughs> would be used like- to, you'd you <laughs> think that people would be used to, you know, when the sky falls, you, you don't lose your damn mind, you know, And but I, I don't know what it is. Call it refugees, call it, you know, people that just have relocated Ooh. from California, yeah. I don't know what whoa, it is. Whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> Dude, if, if it was all people that relocated from California... Literally the whole place would be on fire right now. Like if it if it drizzles in California, we panic. Like we we have three distinctive patterns too. It's seventy four and sunny, seventy eight and sunny, and eighty and sunny. That's those are our three distinct patterns. We don't do the (laughs) snow stuff. Oh, I don't think I
1: could stand the sun that much. I like it whenever it's kind of gray out and, you know, drizzly oh, yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah, no,
0: I,
2: and I, that's one of the reasons I like it out here uh, in the Northwest is is that the weather is pretty mild, all things considered. Now, yeah, I said last night it got down to 25 degrees, and, and that, that is pretty cold by by a lot of standards, but, you know, you go out to the Midwest or, or out in, the, you know, Tammy's neighborhood, and, and they've got, you know, typical weather patterns in the winter that have it down into the teens for days or weeks at an end, so... Mm-hmm. You know, and they get a lot more snow than we do here. And I mean, I've, I remember winters up in Seattle where I used to live where we had, you know, 10, 11, 12 inches of snow uh, before. But we don't ever really see anything quite that much down here in Oregon. Now,
1: now Josh doesn't do the Facebook. Cody, are you following Dan on uh, on Facebook? Yeah. So d- Did you see some of the pictures of him out uh, with the, the lodge, uh, uh, not skillet, but the, the Dutch oven cooking in negative eight? And uh, that's not windshield. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Up in yeah, Alaska?
0: That's just ridiculous. I mean, they they, they make other parts of the country guys. do such don't a show-off. He's no,
1: such yeah. a show off. <laughs> and then he did another one, another post about uh, uh, he he and one of his children went out and did a, a hike in the the negative you know fifteen tundra. Let's uh, you know let's good. let's kill a moose, slice it open, and, and climb inside for heat.
0: <laughs> he's a rugged guy. Yeah, I am. I am not. That is like so. This weekend we're going up to Big Bear, um, where there is snow in California, and they ship it in, be, don't they? There's yes, a hundred yes. snow
1: machines, a hundred uh, uh, snow snow mo- uh, not snow blowers. What do you call the the uh, little snow cone machines? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We have Disneyland bring the fake snow, so it looks really good. Oh, there you um, go. Yeah, but but yeah, we. From my perspective, I've talked about it before. The snow is someplace I go to for a period of time and then come back. I can see that. Uh,
1: Based on what people have said and how hard it is to drive in the ice, uh, we do get ice here occasionally, and it's just a weird feeling that you'd be sitting completely still, and then the vehicle
0: goes away. You can't drive it. (laughs) It goes sideways. (laughs) What? Curb,
2: curb, curb, boom.
0: It's well, just driving, the, we, driving on the ice isn't as bad as trying to stop on the ice. That's where people get in trouble, is putting exactly. their foot on the brake. If you hit the ice, don't touch your brake. Power through it. Power, so, it. Throttle it till you get out.
1: So if you if you go, hey, I wonder if I'm on a, on ice, let me tap my brakes to see. <laughs> That's a bad thing to do. <laughs> spinning, spinning. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was surprised to hear about uh, lockers aren't a good thing for ice uh, and then somebody explained yeah. I think it was Steve that explained that uh, once one, wi- one wheel uh, loses uh, traction it's locked to the other one and the other wheel uh, loses traction or is more likely to uh, on ice mm-hmm. and, and then now you got two wheels slipping so uh, to me I just thought you know four wheels of traction would always be a good thing. So Cody, I guess you got your your uh, Grand Cherokee all back and going now. With uh, it was a minor issue uh, with uh, just the battery, I guess. So
3: yeah,
0: it was a it was a minor uh, pain just because I yeah. didn't diagnose it correctly, but it's up and running. Um, like I said, we're going up to Big Bear. I, I was up there the weekend of Thanksgiving. I did a, a good little uh, trail with my brother who just got a Grand Cherokee. Uh, he um, he bought a, a 96. 796 uh Grand Cherokee ZJ for 850 bucks. Wow. And the thing looks good, it runs good, and he oh, works wow. at a Jeep shop now and oh, so perfect. they're they're making modifications to it. He's got mm-hmm. some Rubicon uh, wheels on it and then he just told me I, I actually interviewed him for the show too. They've got some spare JK axles sitting at the shop. They're going to try to drop oh, underneath wow. his ZJ. Nice. So
1: is he running the same engine as you or did you get a 4.0?
0: No, he that it's the 5.2 uh, liter V8. I've got the 4.7 go. liter V8.
1: Okay. Well, that but, sounds uh, uh, that sounds really cool. And you know, I, I know a lot of people out there are complaining that the the Cherokees are getting harder and harder to find, and a lot of people are going to the the Grand Cherokees now because uh, the, uh, they are still easy to find. And uh, of course, they made them for uh, for more more years than the, the Cherokee. Uh, I, I know they still make them, but the the ones they have now are vastly different than the ones that were made back in the the late 90s.
0: Yeah, the 93 to through 04 is still solid front front axle. it
1: yeah, would be pretty cool to have a uh, something as new as an old uh, a zero four Jeep because uh, the newest one we have here is a 2003 that TJ.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that was the other thing I was going to say earlier uh, when uh, the the gentleman that called in was asking about uh, what Jeep. Uh, if you, uh, if you get you a, uh, a TJ and I have just forgot my point. Damn it.
0: <laughs> I forgot it earlier and I forgot it again. And so you were just going to tell him just get the grand Cherokee. That, I, I get it. That's cool.
1: <laughs> now there was something about that. Uh, they make them through 2006. I know Josh, you said that the 2003 had some issues with the transmission or something that
2: they use uh, the automatic one, transmission. It was a one year transmission only, I believe. Oh, that's right. And it was uh, weird. It was a weird, uh, mo- a weird year model. Just for the automatic, yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, 2006, I think there was some issues with those. The last year they made them. Uh, oh, I remember. Well, I remember what I was going to say. I would get the X model, get the TJX. It doesn't. It's the low end Wrangler. It'll you'll be able to buy it cheaper. And uh, you'll be able to make all the modifications yourself. And a lot of this stuff is available on eBay like it doesn't come with a center console. Got one off of eBay for 30, 40 bucks. so it now has a console. I just got to remove nice. the X off the side because I don't want the, that people to know it's a cheap one.
0: And then you can put the uh, the really good Smittybilt lockable center console in there and not have to worry about pulling the factory one out.
1: Is well, there's not a factory on the X model, but uh, isn't that it's a little concerning as far as how rigid that thing is, like in a crash or even if you just jump in the Jeep too hard?
0: I don't know if I wreck, it's all it's all going downhill. It's all, it's all over. It. Yeah. it doesn't matter. Say.
1: It's either it's either death by collision <laughs> or or death by a dehydration from crying. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and the the Wranglers are. I don't know about the JKUs. I've never been in a Jku. The the TJs have a very high roof line, so uh, if you're tall. Uh, it's very easy to get in there. You don't have. I rub my head on the on the the, the Cherokee, uh, but the TJ. It's it felt weird. It's like being in a pickup truck. There's so much headroom.
2: Well, my my Cherokee has a sunroof, and so my headliner is a little bit lower to begin with. Oh yeah. Uh, so I. But I'm a tall guy, anyways. I kind of kick the seat back a little bit just so I can fit. You know, as it is. I mean, I'm six three, so you know, it's there's not a lot of vehicles that I don't have to move the seat back or kind of. Scrunch down a little bit in.
0: Yeah. Oh, look at you guys. Oh, I'm so tall. I touched the ceiling. Yeah, I don't have that problem, guys.
2: Oh, I had no idea. You, you. <laughs> I
3: didn't
1: know you either. Don't, I
0: don't know how tall you are. You don't look four, short. Four foot eleven. Four foot eleven. Uh-huh.
1: Well, it's the uh, it's the personality that counts.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm only six
1: <laughs> foot. So, but I like having my seat up as high as possible. I like having that that uh, view all the way around. So, I don't like being down too low and having mm-hmm. uh, you know having my vision obscured, especially in Houston traffic.
0: Yeah. And that's one thing when the the guy was talking about the TJ, he said he was he said he was six, six, three and a bigger guy. I I don't know how much room difference there is between the TJ and the JK. I I mean, I know the JK is wider, but I'm thinking depth wise. And I would think with the LJ using the LJ, you'd have more room to push the seat back Mm because on the on the if I remember correctly, the two door TJ, there was not a lot of slide on that front seat.
1: Well, you don't have your knees up when you're driving the Cherokee, do you, uh, Josh?
0: No, yeah, What do you mean by knees up? I mean, well, I, you know,
1: if the if the seat's too far forward, on like if you get in the vehicle, like if your wife's driving your vehicle and you and you make the mistake of getting in without putting the seat back, and your knees are ro- around right behind your ears.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so I'm thinking. I mean, it's six foot. I've got my seat all the way back, and I have plenty of room for, uh, you know, for my feet and stuff. And I I wouldn't think that two inches would be, that noticeable.
2: And well, I, just, I also I also have a size 14 foot. So, you know, I don't, I don't know if that how much that really comes into play or not, but I have my seat in the in the Cherokee all the way back and I wish I could have another couple inches.
0: Oh, all okay. right, someone's seriously overcompensating here. Look how tall I am. Look how <laughs> oh, big my feet please. are.
2: <laughs> now, you know,
1: now I have never known that you have size 14 uh, feet. I understand why now you go out on Black Friday looking for socks. <laughs>
2: i buy shoes like once a year maybe (laughs)
1: yeah i don't like buying shoes it's just it's hard to
2: find it's hard to find 14s
1: well i think everybody's a size 11 that's what mine are and it's (laughs) often hard to find size 11s because it's Mm -hmm. just like you know anyway
0: everybody's buying them yep
1: yep because it's a the, the the common size i guess All right, guys. Well, I think that's uh, all we have time for tonight. It's a lot of fun and uh, appreciate you, uh, Cody. uh, Although you can't tell it by uh, the way we've treated him, uh, we appreciate Cody always jumping in here and filling in for Tammy and her many days that she takes off. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) I just want (laughs) to. Yeah, it is. And I'm glad Tammy's having a good time. Uh, So, anyway, uh, let's see which one I want to play. I I see Wish You Had a Merry Christmas. Now, I'll play the standard one. So I just want to remind you guys, if you're watching us on YouTube, we want you to know the Jeep Talk Show is also available in audio-only format. Great to listen to while commuting or while working on your Jeep. Subscribe via iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, or iHeartRadio, and never miss an episode. Hey, speaking of subscribing, you can now subscribe with your money. Yes, you can contribute directly to the show via PayPal. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com and look for the orange button that says subscribe. You can select 25 cents a week up to $1. Your account will be charged weekly.
0: Cancel at any time. Even if you don't subscribe, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to our show. And hey, iTunes subscribers, did you know it can take up to four days for your favorite podcast episode to show up in your iTunes account? It's true. iTunes is a great service and we appreciate Apple for all of their hard work. But We want you to get the Jeep Talk Show as quickly as possible. That's why we're recommending that all iTunes users subscribe to the podcast. There's no multi-day, del- multi-day delays and you'll get the newest episode much quicker. Open up iTunes and search for Jeep Talk Show and hit, su- hit that subscribe button and never miss a great, funny, and informative podcast. And, of course, speaking of subscriptions,
2: guys, make sure you have subscribed to our YouTube channel. It's how we bring the show to you guys live each and every week. And, of course, it's how you can not make sure you don't miss a single release. Just head over to YouTube.com slash Show. Aww. Every 100 subscribers, we get a cookie. I like that
1: part. (laughs) (laughs) I like saying cookie. Hey, join the Jeep Talk Show team. We are looking for volunteers to manage our vast social media presence on the web. I need to echo on there. Uh, you can be part of the Jeep Talk fast, Show's fast,
2: fast. <laughs>
1: yes, social media voice. Send an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com to find out more.
2: Well, that's it for this week guys wherever you are wheeling if you pack it in make sure you pack it out let's leave our outdoor recreation spots in as good if not better condition than they were when we arrived and remember to always tread lightly stand on designated trails and don't wheel where you're not supposed to if you'd like to learn more about the trail
0: lightly principles and how you can keep our trails and public lands open for off-road use just head over to www.treadlightly.org hey guys thanks so much for having me and if you want to hear more about uh, what i'm doing go over to trailchasers.net I've got uh, several episodes uh, released recently and uh, more podcasts coming after the first of the year. That's trailchasers.net uh, slash survey. Complete a survey to win a free jamming.
2: And hey, go check out all that's happening in my voiceover world over at thevoiceofjosh.com.
1: Yeah, we appreciate you guys being here. And if you haven't listened to the trailchasers.net uh, podcast, you need to go try. It's uh, It's very good. Lots of good interviews that Cody does over there. And it really pisses me off that he walks straight into just starting podcasting and they're, they're so good to start off with. And if you don't understand that jealousy, go back and listen to episode one of this show.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, of this one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys have a great Jeep week. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Thanks, guys.